We want to welcome you today to the Blessing from the Valley podcast with your host, Pastor Mark Brandon. Join Pastor Brandon as he takes a new look at the old book, the Bible. Well, I am delighted that you have joined us today for the Blessing from the Valley podcast, and it is an absolute joy to be able to come to you by these means today. And I am coming to you from the wonderful city of the South, Chattanooga, Tennessee. This is your host, Pastor Mark Brandon. If you're ever in our area, we'd love for you to come and visit us at Tiftonia Baptist Church. We're right off of Browns Ferry Road. And we'd love to have you right off of Interstate 24. And so we're thankful you've tuned in today. And we've been looking at a subject uh, these last few weeks on just simply such as love thy salvation. That's been the topic. And we've taken that phrase out of Psalm 70. And the verse 4 says, Let all those that seek thee rejoice and be glad in thee. And let such as love thy salvation say continually, let God be magnified. And so my question today is, are you in that group of such? Such is love, thy salvation. Well, to love it, you got to have it. You got to know that you have it. Salvation comes from the Lord Jesus Christ. We've been talking about that for the last few episodes. And we're just trying to encourage you today to give you reasons um, and encourage you why we should be in that crowd. Such is love, thy salvation. And uh, we've talked to you about why should we love our salvation? Because, number one, the person who gave it to us. Then we talked about the price that was paid for it. We ought to love our salvation because of the price that was paid. And then I talked to you in the last episode on we ought to love our salvation because of the power of our salvation. We talked about all of that. Then today I want to give you another reason. It's the purpose, the purpose of our salvation. You know, John 10.10 says this, I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. Now, I want you to think about that phrase. Not only just life, not just living, but living life more abundantly. In other words, living in the overflow. You know, there's a lot of people, they're just existing. Without the Lord, people are just existing. Um, They really don't know the meaning of life because they're creators who made them. And he has created us, body, soul, and spirit. And so our spirit is always looking for that satisfaction. And God has created us as a three-part being that our spirit is really reserved for that to be filled in our spirit with a relationship with the Lord. And so when that relationship is not there, there's always an emptiness there. That's why so many people are searching the world over, trying to find some kind of peace, some kind of satisfaction. And the reason they'll never find it is because the Lord's created us that way, and our spirit, he's designed that part of us that that is only to relate to him, to have the right kind of relationship with him. So when we think about the purpose of life, we're to live life abundantly. God hasn't created us to live a life of just getting through or just barely making it. No, he's come that we might have life, not only live life, but to live more abundantly, live in the overflow. And so what a life. I would say it that way. What a life, knowing that your sins are forgiven, knowing that you have a relationship with the Lord Jesus, knowing that you have a home in heaven one day, and knowing that he gives us grace, uh, knowing that that he's given us mercy. And so the purpose of my salvation is that I might live life more abundantly, to live it with peace, to live with joy. Could you imagine going to bed every night wondering and worrying about what would happen to you if you died? 
salvation is a wonderful thing because it should give us peace. When we know the Lord Jesus Christ, he promises us heaven. And so we know that here after a while, whether by rapture or by death, the Christian is going to be able to spend um, the eternity in heaven with him. So there's a purpose for the journey, though. I know we're going to enjoy the destination, but God wants us to enjoy the journey. So John 10, 10 tells us one of the purposes, why? That we might live life more abundantly. What a life. And then in Mark chapter 3, verse 14, here's another one that I believe is a wonderful purpose of being saved. He talked about his disciples, and he said in Mark chapter 3, verse 14, that they should be with me. They should be with me. You know, he, what a joy to ha- be able to have fellowship and have a relationship with, with God, with the Lord. You know, um, I, don't, I do not know the President of the United States personally. Um, I would never be personally invited to something that, uh, that maybe an event that he has. I, I don't have that kind of connection. I do not know him. But here's what's amazing. I know the God of heaven. I know the creator of all things. And knowing him as my personal Savior, what a blessing to know that the Lord wants me to spend time with him. Think of that. Have you ever thought about that? Sometimes people talk about, oh, I'm always I'm lonely or I'm always alone. Well, you're really not. If you're saved, God tells us that he never leaves us nor forsakes us. He's always there. He's concerned about us. He wants to have fellowship with us. That 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 blows my mind um, that he wants to spend that time with me, that he wants me to come to him with my needs and with my desires. And he, he wants me to praise him and he wants me to talk with him. He wants me to learn more of him. Um, Revelation chapter four tells us that he created us for his pleasure. That, that amazes me. Someone like me that I give the Lord pleasure, but he's created all people for his pleasure. And so we should be with him. That's another purpose that we might know him better and that we have a relationship with him. And when you think about that, I've said this to Christians all of my life, you're as close to the Lord as you want to be. You're you're as close to the Lord as you want to be because he certainly wants to be close to you. The Bible tells us if we'll draw nigh to him, what will he do for us? He'll draw nigh to us. He's always there. He's always really waiting on our response. So what a beautiful thing that, they, that we should be with him. Another purpose of our salvation, that I might know him and know him better and have a relationship with him. And then here's another great purpose, that Christ might live in me. You know, um, Christ liveth in me, the hope of glory. Think of that. What a wonderful purpose to know that I'm representing Christ in this world. And then he tells us he wants to walk with us. Um, He wants to walk in me. He wants to work through me. Guess how he gets his work done on this earth? You know how he gets his work done. He gets his work done. He reaches people through people. Um, He gives messages through people. Um, He shows acts of kindness through people. He gives through people. Uh, We're his vessels. Think of that. I just preached a message uh, in our church, just really encouraging our church family to get involved Serve the Lord in some way, some capacity with your life. Give to others. And I know at times that's frustrating. I understand that. I'm human. And, and uh, you know, I've heard people in like in the retail business or even like someone that works in a restaurant, they say, you know, we'd love this job if it wasn't for people. I get it. You know, sometimes um, we can be frustrating, including myself. But, you know, bottom line is this. The only thing that will last forever is people. 
think about that. It's the only thing that's going to last forever. When, when someone talks about investing in eternity, what do you mean by that? Well, you're investing in people. When people talk about giving to the church, well, you need to give to the Lord's work. Well, why should you give to the Lord's work? Because you're investing in eternity. Uh, we support 120 missionaries or more through our church, and we're giving to those missionaries every month. Why do we do that? Because we want to invest in those missionaries so those missionaries can invest in people because we know that people are going to last forever. They're going to live forever. So what a purpose. So here's my question. Is he working and walking through you? Are you a usable vessel? That's a pretty sobering thought, isn't it? Are you willing to be used of the Lord? And by the way, you don't have to be eloquent of speech to be used of the Lord. You don't have to go to Bible college to be used of the Lord. You don't have to have a Bible degree to be used of the Lord. You do not have to be skilled in being able to speak. You know, I tell our church people all of the time, I would rather have heart than skill any day. If someone's heart is in something, they're going to do it. And they're going to learn how to do it. They're going to have a heart to do it. They're going to have a desire to do it. And that's what the Christian life is. It's not a life of duty. Although there are times we do things out of duty, there's no doubt about that. But where's the desire? Where's the heart? Why? Because we want to be used of him. There'll be a day we're going to stand in heaven and he's going to look at us. Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Well, can he say that? He will not say we've done well if we've not done well. And so I, I would hope to think that we love our salvation enough that we understand the purpose of him saving us. It's not to sit, soak, and sour you know, some people, we have this idea a lot of times in our minds, like, oh, I'm going to go to church and do God a favor. Well, no, not really. We ought to be faithful. Uh, we ought to come to grow. We ought to come to worship. We ought to come to learn, no doubt about it. But we, we ought to be giving our lives to invest in eternity and let him use us. And what does that take? It just simply takes willingness. I've even learned he'll use people that's not even talented. I'm not very talented. And, uh, you know, I've heard people say, well, I don't even know how to sing. Well, that's okay. God's used a lot of people that don't have a trained voice. You know, God says make a joyful noise, right? And most of the time if I'm singing, that's what it's called. That's joyful noise. But at least I'm doing it with joy. No, being used of God, there's a great blessing in that. There's a great, great honor in that. You know, just the other day, just a little pick-me-up, I was just driving down the road and my phone rings and, I pick it up, and there's a young man on the other end of the line. I haven't seen him in, in years. I haven't seen him in years. He was a teenager at our church. And he just called me out of the blue and said, Pastor Mark, I just wanted you to know you were on my mind, and I just wanted you to know thank you for your influence in my life. You're talking about a pick-me-up. And so I want to just say when we're being used of the Lord, that is a purpose. That's why God saved us, not just to sit, not just to sit around and say, oh, I'm glad I'm going to heaven. But what are we doing with our salvation? We ought to be helping others. Recently, I've been teaching on Wednesday nights on just really basic subjects. Uh, I just finished a series on Wednesday night on can a saved person be lost. I mean, that's very basic, isn't it? But, you know, I did that because I want our people to be able to help others with that. And I'm afraid there's so many people that come to church and they're like a reservoir. They get all of that information and they just kind of stow it away. No, God doesn't want us to stow it away. He wants us to learn so what? We can help others. Why? Because that's how he helps. That's how he gets his work done through people. And so that's a wonderful purpose of our salvation. So allow your salvation to cause purpose in your life and be used of the Lord to serve him while we're here on this earth. Amen. People need the Lord. People need hope. People need answers. People need direction. People need someone to help them and teach them 
what the Lord is all about. And I hope and pray you're doing that today. That's a great purpose. And we got to love our salvation because God's given us and left us a great work here to do on this earth. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening today. Our prayer is that this episode was a great encouragement to you, and we invite you to join us again next time for the blessing from the valley.